to show. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the podcast. And uh, my guest this week, it, it, it's been so long. I haven't, haven't talked to you in so long, but my guest this week is friend of the podcast and one of the original guests way back when, Miss Paige BJJ Mama. Welcome back, Paige. How are you? Does that mean that I can officially call myself an OG? Like I'm the OG. Can I? Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. I, I think everyone in the first, um, you were episode five. So, and I honestly feel like we recorded though before. I think you were possibly supposed to be like episode three or four. Because I think that was when you still like you were figuring everything out. So sometimes you would record and it would take like a week or two. But now I feel like you're cranking yeah. them out. Uh, I'm still figuring it out. <laughs> Like, oh, you've got I, a big I, following now. I was on the um the landing page for Off the Mats the other day, and I was like, "Oh, okay, we're we're growing." I didn't know that I I had even reached. I think it said eleven thousand. Yeah, I, like eleven point one or something. I think I looked and it was at seven, and then I turned around and it was at ten. I was like, "Oh shit!" Okay. Like, when that happened, I think a lot of it, it it's um spam bots just like bjj wiki that's okay I turned, that's a high number don't tell people that <laughs> <laughs> i turned around one day on bjj wiki and it was at it was, it was something ridiculous it was in the 90s and i was like when when this happened and then it just it stopped now now i'm just stuck at 95,000. i was like okay well who am i to complain i mean okay enjoy but, the fame right yeah, like those those Pakistani uh, gi companies. Sir, madam. Like, I, that's my favorite, the emails, sir. Yeah, madam. yeah like, the emails are great. They cover all bases. Hello, sir, madam. That's okay. You don't get the hello, beautiful lady ones. I used to. Because <laughs> no one knew that I was a male. Oh, so good was, just for BJJ Wiki. I was getting all types of wild, like, messages. And I was like... And in that moment, I was like, is this what it's like to be a woman? Uh, and yeah, then it was, unsolicited comments and yeah. Uh, DMs. Yeah, that's about what it's like. <laughs> I was like, this is not comfortable. Oh, my goodness. I'm sorry. Until you and, get the emails that are like, I would, I would let you put me in a triangle. You can choke me any day. Oh, can I? Well, I'm a choke to kill, buddy. I'm a choke to like, yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm going to choke you unconscious. You're going to probably not wake up, my friend. Um, and, and now I just get threats. Oh <laughs> now I was like, hey, dude, like, wild, I can beat wild you. web. Like, wild oh my web. god, it, it went from hey, beautiful to hey, dude, I, I'm gonna fuck you up. Like, which, yeah. I, like, what have I done? Like, why are you crazy. so angry? You look crazy. Uh, the internets. Um, so how have you been? Oh, how have I been? Well, let's see, since this is like. I feel like we've tried to record an insane amount of times and every time something major in my life has happened and I've had to be like, friend, I can't, I'm sorry. It's nice. <laughs> so a lot, a lot has happened. Let's see. Uh, my kid is officially in school. So, you know, I'm, we're not having to record at like midnight quiet up in my office or in my husband's office trying to like not be too loud to wake the kid up. So this is nice. I'm like daylight hours. 
the house is kind of empty. Um, let's see. So she's in school. I think we had recorded since I did my first blue belt tournament, right? Did we at least, I think, cause I had hurt my arm or something. I feel like we did talk. Mm, I don't know. So the last time we spoke at all on, on air was episode 100 in March. Okay, so yes, I think I would have done the first, but we didn't do like a, hey, let me recap. So I did my first blue belt tournament. It was good. I won one match. I didn't win the others. That's fine. Um, You won. You won one. And that's a step in the right direction. So the fun part is the girl had my same name. So while we were in the middle of the tournament, everyone's like, go Paige, go Paige. And I'm like, which (laughs) Paige? Like, what? Um... So that was fun. Alex Enriquez came out. Um, yes, her name dropped. I don't even care. She's my girl. Uh, <laughs> I totally realized as I said that. I'm like, you sound like your name dropping, babe. I am. She's a big deal. Her and Drop Faye. all the names. Yes. Um, so that was a good match. The The cool thing was, um, you know, I went from like white belt, doing pretty good, cleaning up, whatever. And then blue belt, totally different um, game. And it was actually, it was really good. Even though I only won one match, it was probably, in my opinion, the most successful application of the things I had been working on with Alex. You know, I was like ready to beat myself up. And I came off the mat. She was like, you attempted everything that we've been working on. Good job. And I was like, oh, oh, okay. No one's, no one's upset with me. Like no, no one's mad. (laughs) So that happened. Um, oh, I'm back in college. So that is, that's a pretty uh, wild ride that I was not planning to do. I know we chatted a little offline. Um, so my kiddo went back to school and, you know, we were chatting and okay, this next season, you know, you're a parent. Lots of the listeners are parents or just people, your life goes through changes. Um, like, okay, well, the kid's going back to school. So what are, you know, what? what's your plan page? You can't just do jujitsu all day long and go to the gym. And I was like, but why not? Um, <laughs> don't tell me what I can't do. I know, right? You don't tell me. You don't tell me what to do, sir. So we decided, I said, you know, I've, I've always wanted to go back and finish my degree. So now's the time to do it. Um, so I am on that wild ride of being a parent who is, trying to do school, you know, every moment that I can and also help my kid with her school. So I'm back in college. My husband got his brown belt. So that's super exciting as studio owners, you know, that's, um, he's been working a long time. We are both, uh, we are, I don't even know what the right phrase would be. We are long-term committed to the jujitsu sport. So he's been doing it, you know, for a really long time had had a break years and years ago at blue belt before we met and then got back into it. And, you know, so it's been a really cool journey for us. Um, so it was really great that he got his brown belt. Um, so that was, that was fun. We had a wedding anniversary and of course everyone, I can't remember if I told you this, everyone was making fun of us because our gifts to each other for an anniversary, I got him his first brown belt rash guard and he got me some really nice protein powder. And I was like, so (laughs) apparently my neighbor said that we're cringy. I don't know. I guess if that's, that's good. I think it's good. Right. Everyone wants to be cringy. Like, Oh, those, that couple, that jujitsu couple. (laughs) That, that, That whole term is goofy because it's like, 
just because it's not what you would do doesn't mean it's like whenever I see the weddings where you know the couple instead of a dance they'll um they'll grapple awesome do it and yeah and I love it and I see so many people in the comments mm, this ain't it sister or oh cringe or oh, gross and it's like like do you need to stop to say that or right. you could just you keep scrolling <laughs> yeah it's like how does that make you feel to, to say that they're what they wanted to do you know is cringy but sure. you know i'm sure that you know they you know you do something in your own spare time or your personal life that we would say is cringy and then you're like well yeah well i don't care well let's see now you see my point right. i don't care what you're saying <laughs> like, also now, feel now, like move on Sometimes cringe, I feel like different people use it in a different way. So I feel like sometimes cringy is like a word for you wish you had this, but you don't, but you're going to pretend like you're annoyed that someone else has it. Like, oh, that's so cringe. Yeah. You guys are so cute and getting each other think. Da, da, da. So I don't know. I just thought it was funny because I told her my response was, oh my gosh, really? Thank you. I aspire to be a cringy couple and do whatever the hell we want to and not care. Well, that's the thing. It's like, like you both are happy with your gifts that like, okay. Oh my God, I was so happy. And it was like, you know, protein gets expensive. It was like the big giant yeah. canister. He got me two big ones. I was so excited. I was like, look what I got. And he got his uh, Rosh guard, uh, which was, he, he was excited about because it was, you know, his first brown belt Rosh guard. That's cool. Super That's cool. what we've been doing. How about you? What have you been up to? All the podcasts with all the people. <laughs> just yeah, just pretty much that. Just podcasting, training, uh, work, playing video games with my daughter. She's been playing The Legend of Zelda on Super Nintendo, <gasps> Link to the Past. So, Stop it. it That's the is that like the first one or when it was more like computer because I remember Zelda back in the day. So this one was so I think there was because I never played Zelda on the original Nintendo. Uh, NES. I never played it there because it, it, it. I just didn't care for those games back then. And when I got a Super Nintendo, I feel like I still didn't care, but um, a friend, you know, he let me borrow it and I loved it. So once we, we're playing on a Nintendo Wii, like, oh, Nintendo Wii, and I downloaded that game years ago before Wii, you know, was phased out. And my daughter's been going through all the old games. She she doesn't really like Super Mario Brothers. What? Um, it, it's I think the controls are really difficult for her. It's, so yeah, she plays a game on the iPad, this Teen Titans Go game, and it's the same controls, you know, but it, but it's Different. a touch screen. So when she's actually holding the controller and having to move. I think it's more difficult. And also on the Teen Titans Go game, you can run into the bad guy and still keep moving. On Mario Brothers, you run into the bad guy, it's a wrap, you're dead. Yeah. So she isn't big on that, but we've been playing um, uh, Wii Sports. We've been playing Zelda. She she wants to play Street Fighter. <laughs> then I, you know, I, I always say to her, like, little girl, you don't want the smoke. And um, she. She beat me in one of the rounds and she started like gloating and just, you know, making all, all these weird noises. 
So I looked at her. In the next six fights, I didn't let her get a hit on me. And then when it was over, I looked. I was like, so the lesson here is to be a good winner. Yes. Like, like be humble. And she was like, yeah, I don't want to play Street Fighter anymore. Like, oh so, but then she asked to play the other night. So I think she's over it now. And then she actually is getting really good at these games. She played uh, Wii Tennis. Uh, and That's where they have the controller, right? And it feels like you're doing all the things. Yep. Okay. Mm-hmm. I just dated she, myself uh, there that I didn't even know. I was like, right, you hold a thing and you whack the air. I don't know. Right. And, and then you you uh, do the thing and then there's nothing there, but like you feel like there's something there. And yeah. like this is stuff, right? Um, she She won her game and I was at work. So they, they had to call me cause she was super excited mm-hmm. and I was excited for her. She, she was like, dad, Oh, dad, I won. I won. I was, you know, was like, yeah. absolutely. You do. That's so cool. I'm so proud of you came home and she actually beat me in a match. Yeah. Um, She's been practicing all day while you were sitting at work. <laughs> so then we had to go through the lesson again of, you know, be a humble winner. So she was gloating again. So then I didn't let her score yeah. again. Like the next, the next uh, match, it was just ace after ace after ace, and she's like, "Okay, <laughs> I don't want to do this." Parenting one hundred and one. Sometimes you got to put them in their place. Last so, night, I was helping my kid with homework, and uh, there was like a student curriculum night thing at her school, right, where I'm going to go and learn about all the things they're teaching them. So I'm trying to help her with her homework, and I'm we're talking about something nouns, plural, whatever. So I correct her and she goes, no, mommy, that's not right. And I was like, um, excuse me, I am right. And then she says to me, I have no idea where she gets the sass from. She says, well, that's why you need to go to curriculum night tonight, mommy, at the school so that you can learn. And I was like, skirt, hold the phone. Uh (laughs) Little girl. So I had to, you know, sometimes you got to put them in their place a little bit. (laughs) <laughs> they're, they're at that age both of them both our, our daughters are around the same age so they're at that age where yeah. it is kind of like you know they're they're discovering themselves as well and their voice and, they're finding their voice yes and oh my, gosh. my my daughter told me we had a discussion about um like me listening to her and hearing her and as she's talking i didn't realize i cut her off and she goes dad so stop you're not listening to me. And I was like, right. You're like, look at you. That's I checked myself. I was like, you know, I was like, Oh, you know, I'm sorry. Continue. And those are, you know, those moments where my wife asked me one day when we were looking at my daughter, you know, just all of her sass and her personality and, and high energy. And she goes, were you this way as a kid? And, um, I told her, I was like, I mean, at one point I was, and I don't know where it disappeared, but I'm uh, also a kid of the Parenting the styles were different when we were kids. <laughs> mm-hmm. like, I was a kid of the 80s. So, I mean, mm. you know, at, at one point, yeah, I, I, I was allowed to be myself. And then I got to a certain age and then, you know, they, they're like, nope. <laughs> you can't be yourself anymore. You got to, you know, kids would be seen and not heard. So That's so funny. I was just talking to my mom. We were having like a long conversation this morning. I can't remember. We were talking about something and I said, you know, hey, I'm encou- we're encountering this thing with our kid and this other person and we want to address it you know, and fix it. 
And she was like, well, won't that hurt that person's feelings? I said, well, I mean, it might, but also we have to talk about boundaries and respect and sticking up for yourself and all these other things. And it was so funny because she said, yeah, you know, I just parenting is different now. And she said in the fifties, you know, you, you didn't tell people if they talked a certain way that bothered you, or you didn't, you know, rock the boat. You don't say, I don't appreciate you talking to me like that. You know, and I told her, uh, one of our goals is, you know, we want to raise our kid in a way that she is respectful, but also stands up for herself. You know, so we talk about if you go to school and someone is not nice, you don't have to return that exact, you know, attitude, but you can still stand up for yourself and say, Hey, I don't appreciate the way you're talking to me. You know, I'm going to remove myself, whatever, you know, like, I just think that, and I don't know how it was for you, but like when I was growing up, that was not a thing. Like you be quiet. Kids are in the, at the kid table, kids are doing whatever. Or if you did try to come and talk, they're like, I don't believe you're a kid. Like go find a video game or go play outside. <laughs> As an adult, I still sit at the kid's table at uh, Thanksgiving and Christmas. They get all so the best food. Mac and cheese. Oh yeah. Well, we definitely get our own like tray of Mac and cheese, you know? So it's like, I like being at the kids table because when I listen over at the adult table, it's like, you guys are born. You know, I turn around to my cousins. It's like, you know, we start having fun and cracking jokes as we always do. And then also it's kind of, we're at the kids table, but it's because we have kids. But even before we had kids, we were that still hurt. at the kids table. Right. So. That's wrong with me. <laughs> I, I, I accept who I am. Although I looked at the, the adults table, my younger cousin was sitting over there and I did kind of have some strong emotions about that. Cause I was like, wait a minute, I'm way older than her. Why does she get to sit there? And then I was like, well, you know, I guess girls are more mature than boys. So maybe that's it. I don't know. Cause they're definitely talking about like some like mature stuff. And I'm over there like, Hey, so I just bought a new uh, X-Men figure. <laughs> you know, yeah. I, I got some new Spider-Man figures, you know, some new stands and they're posing. And they're like, yeah, um, grow up. No. Like, okay. That's <laughs> okay. Everyone always, you know, we're jujitsu or like weightlifting and stuff. And I feel like a lot of times people always like when we'll go to family stuff, they'll be so awkward. Like, Oh, well, so do you have your black belt yet? Or, you know, like just like ridiculous questions because they don't know about this stuff, you know, <laughs> like my family, they've kind of, well, my family here in Maryland, they've stopped asking whenever I see family up in Detroit, you know, they like I see I see on Instagram or uh, um, Facebook. I see on Facebook, and you know, we doing that uh, those martial arts, man. Those yeah. martial arts. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, I went to went to the family reunion back in uh, 2019, and I remember my one cousin. I haven't seen him since we were little kids, and he goes, "Man, I ain't gonna mess with you." I mean, you might end up. You know, throwing me on my head. I was like, oh I, 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 I wouldn't, you know, like, it, you know, it's cool. We're, 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 we're all right, like, I get what you're trying to say, but haha, like, <laughs> yeah, it's like, it's not like that. Honestly, it's like, look, if something went down, I, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm probably the least of your worries. <laughs> like, I'm the one that you're probably like, he's not going to do anything. I want to avoid the situation unless you make me part yeah. of the situation. I feel like it's the same way too, especially being a female. Like I'm going to use the word cringe because we talked about cringe. So it's so cringy to me when I'm hanging out with uh, other people or other females that don't train 
Um, and they always make the comment. They're like, oh, well, Paige is our bodyguard. I'm like, Shh, I'm running. I'm leaving you. I'm not your bodyguard. My jujitsu will protect me. My jujitsu will not protect a girl gang. Okay. <laughs> protect all of us. <laughs> I, um, I met someone new over the weekend. Um, and I was at my buddy's house and I'm not sure how it came up. But I mean, it's probably because anytime I'm anywhere, I'm like, yeah, I do jujitsu. You guys want to talk about it? Uh, yeah, let's make it real a... awkward. Hey, do you want to roll around sweaty with people you don't know? <laughs> it's like, hey, so um, there's a backyard out there with some grass. <laughs> let's get some puzzle mats. <laughs> uh, like, I'm talking to this guy, and he was a nice guy. And he goes, um, so what made you choose jiu-jitsu over, you know, any of the other martial arts? And, you know, honestly, I can't remember what I said. I know whatever I said was kind of cringy. <laughs> we're gonna keep using that word how many times can we apply it yes. <laughs> uh, now i'm like just thinking like where can i fit this in um but you know and then i kind of went to explain like because my buddy and i we uh work on another podcast together and we've discussed many times like going out i don't like to go out he loves to go out and i don't and a big part of me not wanting to go out is just the the world is crazy and people do crazy things. And I, I, and also I'm really a homebody. I'm just, I, I'd rather stay at home. I'll go out once in a while. We're, we're trying to organize um, us going out to a Washington uh, football game, Thanksgiving weekend, Washington versus Atlanta, hopefully. Ooh, versus Atlanta, ATL. Oh yeah. But um, we're, we're talking about going to that game, but also what I, ex I explained to him, part of why I don't like going out is because you know, I'm I'm on high alert, like I'm always anxious anyway. And then knowing that people are just jerks, yeah. You know, I'm I'm looking out for my friends. He's like, well, when I'm out with people, I'm not worried about the people around me. I'm worried about the people I'm with. I'm like, I'm proud of you that you're not anxiety ridden. Yeah. But How does that feel? I'm, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm 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 just never gonna know that feeling. So, um, and and it's. In my mind, it's like if some shit goes down, the first thing I'm trying to do is like get everyone out of there. It's like, okay, we gotta go. Like, there's some shit going down. It's like, and you know, a couple of people have made comments within our group, like, well, you know, again, Dante's our bodyguard, he's our defenders, like bullshit. I'm out. It's I like, got a family, I'm gonna protect me and them. Yeah, like the <laughs> like most I'm doing for that group is to try to make sure that my group stays together and yeah. we get out of there together. Unless someone puts their hands on me, I'm not. I'm not finding the fight. I know there's a lot of you know different opinions on it. Like if you see something, do something. I understand that. I get that too. And in in certain situations, you know, I have spoken up for people, um, and I will step up and speak up for people. But there are other situations where it's like, look, that's a you know scenario yeah. that does not require me. And it can't end well for me. So yeah, you don't know nowadays. You don't know what someone's yeah. in their mind, what they're packing, like any of it. I just nope, nope. <laughs> so it's like, at, at this point, my my objective is always just you know get home if I do go out. But yeah. that that's just the thing. You know, people do what they do, and I don't. I I, do I feel like it's such life. a yeah, I feel like it's such a misconception, though, that people think that just because we all train jujitsu, and I'm sure there are some people out there that are always like looking for a fight, right? But I feel like the majority of the jujitsu community, we do not train so that then we can go out and try to pick fights. 
Like, I just, I don't think that that is a thing. I mean, it could be. It's definitely not in the jujitsu people I'm around or choose to surround myself with. But there is definitely that misconception, I feel like. People are always like, oh, well, it'll be fine. Paige is here because she does jujitsu. I'm like, y'all know I'm a blue belt, right? Like, that's not, I know you don't know a lot about jujitsu, but do not come running to me because I'm still learning. <laughs> I always have to explain it to my friends too. They're like, so um, where are you at um in the tiers? I was like, <laughs> in the, oh, on the I, pyramid. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think the guy said totem pole. That's what he said. Yeah. I was like, oh, I'm a blue belt. He was like, oh, okay, that's cool. I was like, I mean, you know, I'm still learning. You know, you're always learning. Uh, and I was actually talking to a friend the other day about that because we made reference to white belts and blue belts. I was like, I mean, blue belts are still kind of fucking dumb. We're still learning. Uh, like, yeah. Do you, I don't remember if we've talked about my philosophy. This is me. I do not speak for the rest of my, I'm trying to get my disclaimer out. I do not speak for the majority of my followers, anyone at our school or our business. However, for me, BJJ mama, I feel like being a blue belt kind of just means I can safely do jujitsu now. It doesn't mean that I'm some extremely higher level than any white belt person. It just means that I've learned a few of the like safety skills to not maybe get hurt as much. Doesn't mean I don't still get hurt and doesn't mean I don't still spaz out occasionally, but I really wish there was a way to like kind of stop this whole, Oh, I'm a blue belt. So now I'm going to like totally trash talk white belts. I mean, I get it's fun at some point. Oh, it's, we're all picking on each other, but I just feel like there's such people act like the white to blue is some massive jump, but I'm like, guys, it's, it's really not. I don't, you know, it is, but it isn't. And I feel like I'm just more prepared to take in the information now than I was before, if that makes sense. Like my, I'm going to get all like theory, meditative, whatever, Zen, like anyway, like, I just feel like I can absorb it more now and I have a more open mind and I know what we're talking about as I'm learning jujitsu versus, oh my God, I'm just trying to stay alive. And I'm grabbing for your gi or I'm grabbing for your neck or your, you know what I mean? That's my philosophy on that, like transition from white to blue. <laughs> well, no, I mean, that makes absolute perfect sense because as a white belt, you are learning, but you're learning how to learn. Yeah. Once you hit blue, you're still learning how to learn, but at least you have a, a firmer grasp on what you should be looking for versus yeah. as a white belt. I mean, I remember, you know, going to class once per week for the first year and a half, you know, I was just going, I didn't know what the hell I was doing. I just knew that each week, you know, I'm okay. going to put this bathrobe and show up. I don't know. Yeah. I'm, <laughs> I'm in my pajamas and I'm, I'm rolling around with these guys. I'm the sweaty guy. So it's kind of embarrassing, you know, but I, I didn't know. I was just going in there and just doing stuff. And then once I started going more frequently, I started kind of stringing it together and understanding like, okay, we learned this yesterday. How can I apply this in a, you know, live role? And, you know, and, and that's where I think that transition does come into play is once you start understanding, you know, how to connect it all yeah. to some degree. And I feel uh, like orientation too. Um, 
Professor Salas, Benjamin Salas, our black belt, and my husband, Michael, talk about this a lot. It's about realizing the orientation of where your body is and still being able to do the same things, but at a different orientation. So like when I was a white belt, I saw that first arm bar, traditional, throw your leg over, go back the arm bar. And I just thought like, oh, well, cool. That's the only way you do an arm bar. And then as I'm exposed to it more and as I'm training more, I'm like, what, how did you get an arm bar from like here, way over there? And it's just a matter of, you know, oh, well, it's still an arm bar. You can just do it from a different position or you can do it from a different area. Like, so I feel like that's where that difference of like the white belt mindset and the blue belt mindset. So as a white belt, I was just looking at it as, okay, in order to do an arm bar, I must on the side, throw the leg over, grab, pull back. So now as a blue belt, when I'm exposed to technique, I can say, oh, so that's really cool to do it from there. Where else can I do that from? And I feel like that's the difference in learning from like white belt to blue belt. And as you work your way up, I feel like, I mean, I could be totally wrong. But <laughs> it, it makes sense. It's like, yeah, I get it. I, it. I say I get it, but it's like, well, we're both blue belt. So it's like, you know, we're just like, right. Do we both get it? Yeah. Wow, we're still yeah. learning. We're just figuring out. <laughs> and this purple belt and brown belt looks like these, these, they're so dumb. It's like, no, 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 we're learning. Like, I do mm. feel like though. So like one of the things I've been working on and we kind of chatted about this offline a little bit. Um, I feel like kind of figuring out what my game is, you know, as opposed to just doing the jujitsu. Now it's like, all right, cool. What things work for me and for my body and the situations I'm going to be in. So like I've been playing a lot with uh, the straight ankle locks and stuff. So what's funny, and I know everyone has their opinions, right? Whatever. Um, I really like the straight ankle locks because I feel like recently when we were working on them, I am not a very petite girl. So once I started playing with those straight ankle locks, I was like, oh, dang, I don't have to hoist my big old booty back up to try to do this. I can just like attack from here. Let's go. Let's do it. So like I'm enjoying it so much more. You know, I'm still working on the athleticism and I can do all the get back to standing and do all this stuff. But like, I remember so many times before I started working the straight ankle locks, I fall down. Oh, okay. Well, I'm, I need to get back up and then go back in. Well, no, man, I'm going to butt scoot over to you. I'm going to grab your leg. We're going to, I'm going to still work from here. I feel like it has opened up, um, you know, more opportunities for me. And it's definitely something that I am enjoying working on, uh, especially with the wrestling too, just being able to say like, okay, these are the things that I want to implement into my jujitsu, not just, this is what everyone else is doing. Like, oh, okay. What's my game? Like, what's my strength? I think that's an important thing to understand though, too, as we're growing and learning, you know, when you go from white to blue, you don't want to do what everyone else is doing. You got to work to what's best for your body type, mm -hmm. you know, play to your strengths. You know, I, you know, initially when I started, you know, I was super athletic, super quick, just like I was a brute as you know, I would say, you know, I was just like kind of powering through everything. And then it was like, okay, I am playing to my strengths, but then also playing to the strengths for me also meant trying to sort out what other areas I can get strong in, such mm -hmm. as, you know, you know, I don't have a very good, you know, open guard at all. Like, as a matter of fact, it's non-existent. So, 
I, I just accept that fact. But half guard, I'm pretty solid at that. Nice. And, and you know, it's like then you start figuring out, you know, what what are some of the, you know, like you know, from bottom half guard and and even on top. It's like okay, I got a couple tricks there too. Mm-hmm. So it's like starting to understand and discover again your strengths and and then how to build upon those strengths versus saying oh well i'm gonna try to invert knowing damn well that my fat ass should not be that's not to say big boys can't invert same not mine i mean somebody else might (laughs) i can invert if i need to invert but i'm not choosing to you know invert it's just not something i look at and it's like you know what i think i'm gonna do today baron bolos um like, i can no. invert if you force my body in that position i could find my way out of it but i'm <laughs> not going there willingly thank you sir yeah if, if <laughs> there, i'm not i'm not struggling for sure right. if we I'm end up there i can work my way through it right but i'm not choosing to go there that's not on the docket for the day unless you put me there. <laughs> yeah. And I see people just willingly invert. It's like, what the fuck is no. wrong with you? Why would you do this to yourself? And they're like, no, no, it's good. Now I'm going into the matrix. Like, <laughs> why are you right. saying these words at me? That's like, no. so insulting. Oh gosh. No, I love, I mean, just working the straight ankles and stuff, especially because for me, um, a lot of my game I really like going for the knee slice pass. Like that's one of my favorites or like knee on belly and stuff. So I really see the value now in trying to go into someone's guard, get that, you know, knee slice or pass. And if I can't, cool, I'm going to grab your foot right here and we're going to sit down and go to town. Like, so it's, that's what I am enjoying. And that's what I mean about that. You know, being a blue belt able to learn differently now that I'm exposing myself to more of the things and trying the things I'm like, Oh, cool. I could put these things together. And I feel like for the longest time, I didn't really understand when people were like, Oh, well, what do you have in your tool bag? I'm like, I don't know a little bit of top heavy pressure, uh, you know, but now I'm like, Oh, I can do a knee slice. I can go to crossbody. I can get this, you know, neon belt and just stringing the things together and actually being able to understand what like flowing through things means, you know, as opposed to just, oh, I did this one move. And then now how do I get from point A to point B? Like just, you know, I feel like that's where I'm at in my jujitsu journey. <laughs> um, in, in where you're at right now, in your journey, like, especially with, you know, the straight ankle lock. Now, is it just a straight ankle lock or do you, you know, toy a little bit with, you know, knee bars, maybe a hill hook here and there every so often? I am. No, st- let's get scrolling, go for a toe hold too. Why not? Right. I am starting to learn those things and see those things. I wouldn't say that I'm great at executing those things yet. Okay. So, like, I'm, I'm just getting into foot stuff. Let's just be cringy. I'm getting, I'm getting into foot stuff. Okay. (laughs) Um, but I mean, I like it. I definitely feel, I almost want to kick myself though. Cause as I'm learning it, I'm like, Oh my God, I could have been doing this. Like I could have been really doing some damage before. And now you know, I'm aware of it and, and enjoying it. Um, and also the wrestling, like I definitely, you know, I work with Alex, um, and that has completely opened up like a whole new level of like 
I leveled up, right? Maybe I, I feel like maybe I leveled up in my jujitsu. I don't know. A little That's bit for me personally. <laughs> when, when I see you posting on Instagram, the, the, there is a journey. Like, you know, you can kind of see the progression from, you know, yeah. earlier. Um, Go watch those old videos, people. Go check them out. You'll laugh. <laughs> yeah, but but there's a growth to that. That is that's so cool to see, you know, if you're paying attention to that, which, you know, can yeah. be a little weird if you're watching someone's Instagram posts and watching their growth. Um, yeah. But I, I have an excuse because you're my friend and I repost yeah. a lot of your stuff. So well, I appreciate it. I feel like doing the wrestling and stuff has definitely, and I'm going to sound cringy. Ooh, we got to count later. How many times like make that, the, the goal. Listen to this episode and see how many times they say cringe. Um, <laughs> it's already set for the show notes. Trust me. Probably going to be in the title. <laughs> Promise it's not cringe, but listen anyway. Um, you know, I feel like one of the things that the wrestling has added is it has made me more confident because I, I have to learn how to go in first. And I feel like before I started wrestling, so much of my game plan was based on what are from a competition standpoint. What are they going to do? And then how do I like respond instead of this is what I'm going to do, regardless of how they respond, I know things to do. You know what I mean? Like I'm going to go for this single leg. I'm going to go for the collar tie, you know, instead of just waiting, like I go back and it's so cringe to me. I go back and I look at all the old video footage of like those first white belt matches um, and I'm not someone that, that pulls guard. That's not in my wheelhouse or something that I do. So a lot of my matches, you would see us like did, did, this bump. And then I would just be like waiting, like white crane, like, all right, I'm like, <laughs> I'm waiting for you to come in. And I feel like if we're trying to be realistic with our jujitsu and especially from a realistic application, if you're going to say that you're learning this for self-defense or any other thing, okay, well, I'm not going to wait on the street for you to attack me. If I feel like you're about to attack me, like I need to be ready. So I felt like starting to do the wrestling. Um, and I can't remember if I told you this, uh, my husband jokes, basically we started the wrestling cause I did not like judo. We toyed around with judo from like a, if you're going to compete, and start matches, you need to be the first person to get the throw or the takedown. Um, and I didn't like being thrown. I didn't like throwing people. I, I just personally didn't like it. So that's how I ended up with wrestling. Um, I, I'm like rambling now, but I just feel like the wrestling has allowed me to be confident enough to go in and be the aggressor. And even if I don't land whatever it is that I'm trying to land, I have learned now that even if they then fall or pull guard or whatever, having started as the aggressor puts me naturally in a better position. I feel like, you know, instead of just pulling guard. <laughs> well, no, absolutely. I mean, my, I remember one of my coaches during class, we weren't necessarily stalling my uh, teammate and I, but we were in kind of a weird spot where it's like, you can see that it's like, okay, what are you guys doing? I remember my coach yelled out, Dante be first. And that's always kind of stuck in my head. It's like you're in any position, you know, it's like, don't wait for them. Like, you know, execute what you know. So, and I used to say that to the kids, you know, for competitions, it's like, you know, you're going out there. It's like, you know what you're here for. 
You know what you're going to do. So go do it. Don't wait for them. You go do what you do and you make them adjust to you. Yeah. And that's just. And I feel like that's such a great just life kind of lesson in general, really. Like, don't just wait for other people to set the pace of things. Um, you set the pace. Ooh, look at look at me getting all philosophical. But don't set the pace of life. Don't let other people set the pace of life, kids. You go in and you get that single leg. And you set the tone. So I've, I've had to take that. Uh, I've taken that approach here, even with the podcast, because there are people that I've wanted to have on the show, and I will like I told them, like, hey, you know, we'll, we'll connect and uh, we'll, we'll sort out a time, and then I'd wait for them to reach back out to me, and then they don't, and I'm like, well, fuck, <laughs> like you gotta do fired. it. Set the tone. So now I'm like going after people like, hey, so um, we talked about doing an episode. You still down for that? And I'm like, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Although people are still reaching out to me, but then it's now my turn to follow up on that. You get to be picky uh, now, right? Because you like reach that 10K threshold. You're like, hmm. Every time I have a guest on, especially for the first time, I tell them, look, dude, it, it, like everyone who's reached out to me said, hey, how, how do I get onto the show? How do I become a guest? Um, and I've had a couple people referred from others as well. And I tell them, like, the first thing I want you to do is I want you to listen to two, maybe three episodes, but two is a, is a good number. If you well, want that's to a good idea to get a flow, like an idea. Yeah. Yeah. I want you to get a feel for how my patterns are. And, and there's been a few where I will refer them to specific episodes so they can really get a feel because I'll pick like those episodes where it's like, this is where you can hear two friends talking. And, yeah. and um, I tell them that's step one. Step two, um, follow me on uh, social media because I need to know who you are. I want to stalk you. So yeah. I also know what I'm walking into. And, and you know, th those are the th and then I also try to explain to people and just understand that this is conversational. So don't expect an interview. Like, I'm going to ask yeah. you some questions to, to spark the conversation. Oh, yeah, to keep it going. That's okay. I feel good about the evolution because as I'm sitting here, like, seeing your whole face and my whole face, I'm like, I think it took, like, a solid, like, almost two years from, like, that very first episode where, like, we both had our faces cover, like, no real name on the screen, but I'm going to talk to <laughs> you, like, because I even, you know, I told my husband, oh, I'm going to do this podcast with this person. He's like, who's this person? I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> but I'm going to be, you know, the camera against the wall. I don't know who this person is. So, I mean, yeah, I could see how someone new to it is like, mm, I don't know. As I say that, he's coming down here. So if you hear rustling in the kitchen or the dogs. <laughs> I'm waiting for my wife or daughter to come down here. Because anytime that I record with Julia, my daughter somehow finds a way to get on the show. Even if we record at oh, night, Julia. she finds a way to get out of bed and come knock on my door. And, and she, has, she has appeared on every episode that I've recorded with Julia. And it's like, how are you doing this? How like, Kids love time? her. My kid thinks she's just so cool. Um, so, oh my gosh, I didn't even tell you. Speaking of Julia. So we have a plan. Are you ready to hear our plan? I'm pretty excited about this. I'm all ears. So I'm in school. She's a lawyer. She's, you know, um, all about education and all this stuff. So, oh my God, she's so sweet. 
she writes me this card about congratulations on this new chapter. Like, I don't expect people to like do anything. I'm going back to college. I'm adult, whatever. But like, I just think the world of her. So the other day we were training, this is before I hurt my back. Um, since my kid is in school and she has a little bit of a flexible schedule, I haven't always been able to train in the evening now. So her and I will meet up in the middle of the day. Cause like I got the keys to the place. So whatever. So we're like rolling and everything. So like we talk a lot, obviously, and we have decided this is our plan. When I graduate, it should be about two years. So our like celebration is we're going to do a jujitsu road trip together because I want to rent a van. My husband does not really have any interest in the whole like hashtag van life. Super cringe that I said it, but I did hashtag van life. Um, he's like, I don't want to stay in a van with you. Where's the shower? I know, but I want to just do it because I think it's cool. All these people that live in the van and stuff. So Julia and I decided that when I graduate from my degree, that's going to be our like celebration. We're going to pick like a road trip somewhere. I don't know where we're going to go. And I did tell her that I was like, listen, girl, I don't want it to be attached to any kind of tournaments. I'm not, we're not doing a tournament in every state or whatever. I just want to have like a girl because you know she would she would be like let's go yeah. to this school and do that tournament i'm like no boo <laughs> like sometimes it's okay just to visit schools we don't i know i was know, like i just want to win do, all the medals i want to combine all the things that i want to do into like one girls weekend me and her like rent a van you can rent the vans that you see all over social media with like you know the cutesy the couch and the bed and the, all the shower and all the things right like you can rent those now noted yes so i really want to go rent one and then we're gonna map it out and then we're gonna like do a jiu-jitsu road trip and visit all these like schools and train and that's what i want to do when i graduate college i was like i want to do this for fun. i like that plan <laughs> i love the plan and and i i'm i'm only only thing i'm hearing from this is yes i got an episode right there oh for sure i mean it might be in like two years but you got an episode and she's on board. Of course, she's so funny. She was like, and then after we can like end at Disney and do a big Disney trip and the kids can fly in and the husband, I was like, okay, I just, I want to do a girl's road trip and do some eating, drinking and jujitsu. Like, I mean, maybe the husband can be included, but I'm fine if he's not. Like <laughs> jujitsu, that's what I'm doing. Um, that's an awesome, awesome plan. Like, yeah. So she was totally on board. We were like talking about it and planning it. And we're like, we don't know which direction we we're talking about um, heading the direction of Texas. Cause there's some pretty good jujitsu flow grapplings out there. I think is Elizabeth clay out in Texas now. Yeah, I don't know. I, I don't know. I just know there's some good jujitsu headed that direction. So yeah. that's our plan. I like that plan. I, I like the idea of like jujitsu road trips, period. Um, yeah, I think it's cool it. that she's done so many of them, man. She's rocking and rolling and living her best life. Yeah. Like I, I actually need to reach out to her. I have an ideal. I've had this ideal for a very long time. It's just, I haven't been able to execute it. And it's like, okay, well, look, I might have to use you to execute this plan. And I had mentioned the plan before to someone and they, they were like, uh, it, it just didn't like, it didn't sound appealing to them. Like I thought about it with Julia and I was like, look, I'll, I'll, I told her like, I'll, um, reach out to her and pitch the ideal to her. 
So my husband will remind me all the time. I'll be like, man, I rolled with Julia and she totally like kicked my ass or whatever, you know? And I'm like, God, I just, I suck. I'm terrible. And Michael's like, Julia like lives and breathes jujitsu working out. Her job is flexible. She travels like to calm down page. Cause I'll be like, dang it. We're both blue belts and I suck. And he's like, no, you're just different blue belts. Calm down. <laughs> I always have to remember that. It's like, there are different levels to blue belt. It's like, I'm a blue belt. I should be able to do this. And it's like, oh wait, you're a different blue belt though. Right. I'm just a blue belt with a belt you're a blue really belt is a different with, breed man like, she's out there taking names <laughs> yeah yeah it's you know and, and it's really it's fun to watch both of you you know watching your your journeys because i remember talking to her on the show as a white belt yeah and then she gets promoted and it was just like off to the races from that point she and, is killing it man so just seeing that development and that growth in her, seeing your growth and your developments, you know, just it. And that's the thing with social media and and just being able to, like, see everyone's, um, you know, transitions in the game. It's like I think that's very important for, you know, anyone, you know, on social media, you know, especially in jujitsu. Yeah, I think that part of what I love about social media, at least for me and my journey, and we've talked about this a little bit, um, like I enjoy being really authentic and sharing some of my struggles, no matter how cringe that might be. Um, I, I enjoy putting myself out there because it also allows me to kind of go back and see my personal growth as I scroll through every, cause like who doesn't occasionally rewatch your videos? Cause like, you know, we're eighties and nineties kids who watch music videos that were like music set to life. So now here we are on reels and Instagram and we have this opportunity to like, Oh, my life's a music video. Right. I mean, maybe that's just me. <laughs> no, no, I, I, on my TikTok, I go back. Cause it's a little easier on there because I don't have as many and I'll go yeah. back and look at some of the posts I put up and then the music that goes along with it. It was like, dude, that was the perfect song for that. that uh, right. It feels so good when you're like, Oh man, that hit and that transition, like, yeah, it feels good. Cause we grew up with that sort of like entertainment, you know, like, come on, like JLo's videos and like everything. She's Jenny from the block and like everything hits perfect. Like, you know, it, it feels good. <laughs> Yeah, everything is funny with, you know, kind of that market with real, well, TikTok and then Instagram with the reels and everything. It's it's like it was there all along. It's just someone needed to tap into it. Someone, and now, yeah, someone did, man. And people, you know, they have their comments about, you know, oh, well, you know, TikTok, you know, blah, 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 dancing, blah, blah, blah. It's like, I, I like when I go on TikTok, it, it's like I see a lot of jujitsu. I, I see actually a lot of um, really informational stuff. There's this young lady. It's funny because on TikTok, I don't know anyone's like screen names. But it's just, it's never been a thing for me. I don't even but have a this one young... I need to get on there and explore. It's, it's a weird, weird arena. It is very weird, but it's, it's fun. It, like, I very rarely post on there just because I'm on Instagram. Posting. Yeah. But most of the stuff from Instagram, I send over to, to TikTok, so it should be easy. But I just, I honestly just don't care. I like over there. But like, there's this young lady who always talks science stuff. And when she talks science stuff, we're talking like time travel and 
and and like she's speaking my language and like i am fascinated by this kid because like one of her more recent videos she's talking about um you know i i can't even begin to explain it but i got it i was like and i sent it to my wife i was like you see this here that shit this is what i'm talking about here let's go if if you put anything up with time travel in in alternate worlds you've got my attention it's like if you say okay dante here's an idea hear me out time travel i'm like i'm I'm there i'm in let's go oh my god i love it here's a timeshare we want you to be part of and guess what goes with this timeshare time travel where do i sign I love it. Um, I just like that you can like, in the very beginning, I, I felt like, oh, it's got to be perfect. You have to look a certain way. But I really love the shift now in the more authentic you are, the more visibility you have. And I also feel like that's better for mental health, especially as someone who I've been pretty open about like my journey with like loving my body and training and tapping into like inner strength, you know, as a woman, whatever. Um, I really enjoy being able to do that on Instagram. And I feel like that's where some of my growth has come from. If you go and you look at like my videos from the very beginning where versus now where in the beginning I was like, look how thin and fit I am. And I better make sure I have on lip gloss when I do this video. And now I'm like, girl, let it all hang out, throw in some no geese spats and let's roll. I don't care. I don't care what my rolls look like. Let's go. And I feel like there's such a shift in that. And I know that it, it might make some people uncomfortable. Like I, I don't care so far. I've seen more followers and I've had actually less negative response to stuff than I did when I felt like I was like, not that I was ever putting on an act, but when like I thought about it more, you know, when I would be like, okay, tomorrow I'm going to record two or three reels. Now I'm like, eh, let's just do a reel. Cause I'm acting like a dummy and dancing in my car. So like, why not? People want to see this. <laughs> I think that's, you know, kind of the most important part of that though too like you said the, the mental health aspect because i think it's important for people to see you know like when you look at some of these videos and it's like everything's so perfect and and their hair is made up so perfect and their yeah. makeup so perfect and and now they're gonna go and do you know hill hooks he <laughs> like dolled up and it's like um that's not how that works and and you know I know I spoke to someone a couple years back and they made mention of a specific uh, Instagram account and they, they, it was kind of like, they were like trashing it really, but it's a good account. They put up good technique. It's just that it's a pretty young lady who, you know, she's training in spats and, you know, they had made a negative comment about them. And it's like, I mean, and, and I, I kind of get it from one side of it, but at, on the other side too, it's like, cause I, you know, I repost this young lady and it's like, you can see like, that's her genuinely on, on the mat. She just, yeah. I mean, I feel like, like it goes both ways. If you're fit, tiny and look beautiful, you shouldn't be like ostracized just because that's the way you look and you choose to, yeah. to be genuine. You just happen to look very attractive when you do it. Like, I feel like it goes both ways. Yeah, and I think like the more that people can see, like, look, this is just you getting on the mat or you doing a reel and you're being your authentic self. 
I think that helps so much more than it hurts because when you start seeing people really orchestrate these things and these huge productions, that's cool too. You know, you know, they deserve credit for the work they put into that. Yeah. I mean, it took time, but it also, I feel like, you know, it puts other people in this headspace where they feel like, well, I have to do, I have to do it this way or I have to do it that way. When I did, um, I, I did uh, not a review, but like kind of a, you know, like a little shout out for um, Asgard 503. Oh, and yeah. I, remember. I, you know, I don't like doing videos myself personally, but I did the video. And the thing is, I shot that video 20 times. And it was only 20 because I was I was exhausted. I was fed up. And I was like, you're going to get what you're going to get. Yeah. And, and, and I had to step back and say to myself, Dante, just be you. You don't have to make this perfect yes. in, in, in everyone else's eyes. You just have to make it authentically yours and, and talk in your own pattern. And I noticed the video started off. I was high energy and by about a minute and a half in. I was talking like this and it was very, this is a really nice gi. I was like, okay, well, you know, maybe next time just be more aware of that. But yeah. it's important to kind of you know show that look not everything has to be a three-hour production for a 15 second video and i feel like too it's all about authenticity like one of my because i'm still growing and learning and like i i feel like one of my proudest moments recently when i did a reel um you know i've again honest about like body struggles whatever being a female whatever that's like a whole nother episode for another day um but one of my biggest things that I was pretty open about recently was my transition from gi to no gi. Uh, and I just felt like there were probably more women that maybe felt the same way as me, but we weren't talking about it. Um, I 100%, I, I feel like I can finally say this comfortably. I gi because the outfits made me look funny and squished my rolls and were tight, you know, on my butt and my boobs and whatever. And like, I genuinely, if someone said, why don't you like no gi? I would never admit that that was why before I would just say like, Oh, I just like the gi, you know, grips and stuff. No, I like the gi cause it covered everything up. And now that I finally got to a point where I'm more comfortable and I'm like, I really don't care now. Okay. Just some level as a female, we care a little bit, but I finally got to the point where I'm like, okay, I'm just here to do jujitsu. And especially because I'm very lucky that we own the school and, you know, my husband is the instructor. I'm like, I am not out here. Like no one's coming out here asking me on a date. Like I don't, I'm just training. So I'm going to put my most comfortable no-gi attire on and we're going to go train. And I can't remember we were doing something. We were warming up and it was the guys because I'm the only girl. And we were warming up and I remember doing some of the like warmups and I actually said out loud, I was like, oh my God, I feel like I can move. Like, I feel like I could run and I'm free <laughs> like in my no gi attire because I had only really trained in the gi. And I feel like that's, that's something that's really important to me on my social media when it comes to, you know, I obviously promote stuff about being a parent and a wife and a mom and a female or whatever, but from a jujitsu aspect, I really wanted to be open about that. And, um, Julia and I, I can't even remember the video. I'll have to go send it to you. So you know, which one I'm referencing. Julia had brought a friend to come train. It was like a Saturday morning. We just like 
kind of for fun. It's not any set class or whatever. We were training and some song was on and she was ready to record like to get a little clip so that I could use it for content later. And we were like dancing and being silly. And I had like all my Nogi stuff on. And like, I mean, honestly, when I looked at it at first, I was like, oh man, look at those little squishy rolls. And then I was like, you know what? I'm going to post this because I'm in my Nogi attire. It took me a really long time to get comfortable here and I'm training and I'm having a blast. And like, I want other women to see you don't have to wait to get comfortable. You have to make yourself comfortable. You have to learn how to be comfortable. You can't wait for other people to tell you it's okay. Even though I'm here telling people it's okay. You know, I'm like, just freaking do it. And I feel like, you know, we had talked a little bit about how I joked about how I'm like not even the same person from our first recordings. And I feel like that's what I mean about not being the same person. Like, what is that really that funny um audio clip going around where the guy's like i'm really sorry for the inconvenience of me not giving a fuck like that's how i feel now like i'm really sorry if my newfound comfort and confidence bothers you but that's your problem for internet strangers or anyone that encounters me in real life you know <laughs> no you're absolutely right it's you know it's empowering, you know, seeing it as well, because it lets us understand that, like, look, and, and I know for not for everyone, you know, for some people. So I know even for me, there's some things where it's like there is kind of a mindset of just do it. And there's some things I just can't just do. Like for for me, I have to really calculate certain things, um, just, you know, childhood, you know, upbringing. Yeah. Um, life. So, yeah. you know, you know, kind of working through those weeds. But for the most part, you know, you, you do have the instances where you see something. It's like that person's having fun. That person's enjoying themselves. And, it, you know, again, it may not be as easy for everybody to do it, but at least, you know, it is possible to do yeah. it versus, you know, you see you'll see someone again you know, just referencing celebrities and, and all the things that goes into them trying to get the perfect shot or the perfect thing, you know, it, it's like, look, man, that that's causing a lot of trouble Dress. for a lot of young ladies and, and young men for that matter too. Yeah, 100%. And, and, you know, thinking like, Oh, we have to be perfect. And it's like that there's no such thing as perfect. Or that those angles are even realistic. They're not. Do you know how they're yeah. holding their breath, the light they're turning? That's not natural. Like, it's not. Yeah. Let's be okay yeah. with being ourselves. <laughs> that That's the most important thing, just be you. That's why I love when I have people on this podcast and I tell them, like, look, man, it is a conversation. After about 10 minutes, you're going to forget your recording. And, right. you know, the, the, some of the... Some of my favorite episodes are episodes where we have to say, dude, we got to kind of edit a lot of that out because we got a little too free. It's like, okay, that's that's fine. I, I get it because because I fall into that pocket a lot where I'll just start talking, like saying nonsense. And it's like, and I know some of the stuff is wrong, like not like wrong, like bad, wrong, but like in, incorrect stats. <laughs> oh, was like, yeah. no, no, you're just like it's a fact. Stuff. Yeah. No, I just, yeah. I love um, the authenticity of, or at least the shift in authenticity 
on social media that I'm starting to yeah. see. And I really, like I had posted that video of me like dancing and being silly and like put a little audio clip over it. And like, a, and I actually put in the description, I used to not train no gi because I didn't like the way my body looked in the no gi gear. And like that statement was so freeing to just be able to like actually say it or type it, whatever. I had so many people in my DM, so many women that were like, oh my God, yes, thank you for sharing this video. So I feel like there's so many women like, let's come on girls, let's do some no gi, like take the gi off, just like do it. Um, and if there's some shitty dudes at your school, you need to address that with the owners and the coaches. Cause let's be real. That's half the problem. I think a lot of women might be at schools where maybe they don't feel as that is also a little bit of the, the hardship for, I think being a woman in jujitsu. <laughs> um, yeah. So I always, I, I always think to myself and I know the world is a big world and I'm spoiled because I, I, believe I train at the best gym in the state of Maryland and we have a great culture there and no one body shames anyone no now granted nobody body shames anyone I still have my own body issues oh but, we all uh, I mean yeah uh, we all do because like when it comes to no gi like I, I have my moments where I'm like I don't want to you know train no gi because like with having a colostomy oh, you yeah, can see right. the bag sometimes but yeah. there are ways there are ways around it I think I just make an excuse for not doing it because I'm like, I just don't feel comfortable. But it's like, but, you can I get mean, around can it. You, I'm going to get, I'm just going to ask as friends, mm -hmm. do you have to have like the short, like, it, right? I mean, if you had something to put it on and the rash guard over it, or is it just not comfortable? So I, it? years ago when, um, the DC Open first came here to Maryland. I just competed two weeks prior for the first time. And I was like, I'm going to, I'll do the DC Open. And they're like, yeah, you can't wear a rash guard under the gi. I was like, oh, okay, that's dumb. And then, you know, I explained to my coach, he was like, well, send an email to uh, IBJJF and ask if you can get an exemption. And they emailed me back like, yeah, um, we hear you, but no. Put on a neoprene brace and, and you uh -oh. know. That'll cover it up. That's not completely true. Um, hmm. it, it, it covers it up, but when you, you're sweating, it, it moves around. And if your gi yeah, opens up, you're exposed. It. Listen, now, you I need still, to get with a gi company and produce a BJJ wiki specific gi that has like a pocket on the inside. I'm just saying. Yeah, maybe. Like, you know, it, it's <laughs> there have been things that have been in my mind about. Um, because so, I'm not the only one. There, there are others sure. like us. Um, but I still wear neoprene brace. Just kind of, it's a comfort thing, especially with no gi, because it does kind of cover it up. Yeah. Um, it can be a little um, problematic from time to time. Not all yeah. the time, but you know, but you can and, still and, no gi, do no gi with the pant the gi pants, right? Because I mean, that's what I did comfort yeah. wise for a long mm -hmm. time. I would be like, cool, we're rolling no gi, don't grab my pants because I'm going to wear my gi pants because I'm comfortable. So as far as I, like, I, you know, I have my spats on and it's short, so that's never a problem. It's more so the top because you can, you know, see the, the bag bulging over the top sometimes. Um, yeah. So I wear the brace to kind of cover it up and it, it does a pretty good job, but sometimes it's a little too tight 
yeah. um, and, and, and it can be uncomfortable. Now, the thing is, you would think with the gi on, that should be kind of similar. And it's like, yes and no. I actually have the belt covering over top of where the stoma is. So uh, the belt serves as kind of a little shield. Like a barrier a little bit. Yeah. yeah. Uh, there was a class where I didn't wear the brace one day. I'm rolling with a brand new white belt. It was his first day, maybe his second day. And I'm in his guard. He grabs at my belt, which then he also grabbed the bag. And he is yanking on my stomach. And so that's that's attached to your body. Like your body. Ouch, dude. Like you're ripping. Um, In the. The adhesive is very strong on the bag. So as he's pulling, Ugh. I yelled at him like like a very uh, like primal roar at this yeah. dude. Oh, and um, like I slammed my hand, like I like uh, slam my hand to his chest. Yeah. And and I, I felt bad on one note because of you know my reaction to it but it's it's a genuine reaction this dude is pulling on my body in a way oh, and, and yeah. the thing is, he he didn't know and and i apologize to him because i explained he, he was like dude i'm so sorry i was like no 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 you didn't know you weren't aware of this so yeah you, it's not like you tried to do that like yeah. yeah you weren't being malicious um you you didn't know any better um and you know, I, I I did feel bad because again, snap reaction. I was ready to kill this dude. Like you're hurting me, but yeah. again, he didn't know. Now I've had teammates, well, not teammates, but I've had people. They, you know, they didn't do anything kind of to hurt me or be malicious about it. But there have been instances where there's been an issue on the mat um, that, you know. There, there was kind of a discomfort of someone rolling with me, but then it was just like, eh, whatever. Dude, oh, like they weren't yourself. comfortable with it. So I feel like in our sport, um, for so long, no one would hold people accountable based on their rank. So if someone was higher rank, no one would hold them accountable for their actions, whether that's on the mat, off the mat, whatever. And I feel like we need more people in our community that are going to say like, hey, dude, don't be a douchebag. This person's trying to help you. Or, hey, just because she's a girl, she's right. Like, she's just, I'm just trying to help. And I try always to, anytime, and not that I, again, I'm not someone that walks around trying to correct people on the map, but if it's like a safety thing, like, you're going to hurt your partner. You know, I've said before, like, hey, like, let's say we're drilling or like, you know, my husband goes to the restroom or something because he, like, he's the primary instructor. Um, and I'm the blue belt on the mat and there are a bunch of new white belts. Like I don't just walk around and act like I'm instructing, but if I see them doing something like, okay, Hey guys, whoa, slow it down. He said, just do the drill. We're not throwing arm bars right now. We're just drilling the steps in the pass. Don't try to go for the straight ankle lock. You know, like occasionally I'll do that, but every once in a while I'll get a look like, yeah, okay, well you're a girl. So shut up. <laughs> and I feel like we need more people that will hold other people accountable and just say like, it's jujitsu. It doesn't matter if you're male, female, they, them, who, whatever. It does not matter. Like, we're all here to learn jujitsu. We all want to be safe. We all have lives outside of jujitsu. So let's not try to hurt each other. Right? Like, I feel like 
years and years ago, no one was having those conversations. So people were getting hurt or there were egos or someone would come in to try a sport and they were like, oh, I'm out. This is not for me. You know, so I feel like there needs to be more accountability. Absolutely. And it's it's really, really, you know, ramping up lately with people calling out piss poor behavior, um, you know, just like and not just like with lower belts, higher belts, too. Yeah, all of it being called out, and and I think all of that's important because we do have this thing with our sport that, like, oh, they're black belts, so oh, they're untouchable. You know, yeah, it's like no, if they're a shitty person, they're a shitty person, you know. Yeah. And that was something that came up recently on a post. You know, they're like, look, just because you're a black belt in jujitsu doesn't mean you're a black belt at life. It doesn't mean you know everything about life, it, you know. And, and, you know, that's absolutely true. And, you know, I know I make posts about white belts and I make jokes here and there. And someone actually commented and I replied to him. I let them know, like, um, it was a post that said something about basically for white belts talking, you know, you know, shut up or something. It's something basically down yeah. in a white belt. I have okay. too many of those posts. And, and, you know, it's like, if you follow my account long enough, you know that I don't mean half the shit yeah, that I post on there. It's yeah, just content and, and, and it, it, it moves the needle. People people yeah. come in and I get likes, you know, it, dopamine. Yeah. Uh, you know, but I commented back to the guy. I was like, I told him, I was like, no, I agree with you, actually. Just because you're a white belt doesn't mean you don't know anything. I, I've met plenty of white belts that they may be a white belt on the mat, but they might apply a concept from life that yeah. can apply very well onto the mat that helps their jiu-jitsu grow. And maybe it was something I didn't notice. And now I apply that to my own game. Yeah. And and that's just the thing is like these belts, the ranks, you know, yes, they mean something. But it just means how much work you put in. It has no reflection yeah. of who you are as a person. I feel like personally. It, no, I agree. I feel like, cool, percent. you're a blue belt, so you've been working at it long enough to get a blue belt. Cool. Oh, so you're a brown belt, you've been working at it long enough to get a brown belt. That has no bearing over what how you get to speak to me. Like, that's yeah. how I feel. That doesn't, you don't get to talk down to me because you have been doing it a little longer than me and are maybe a little better than me. Doesn't make you a better person. Agreed. And when I encounter uh, uh, my buddy's friend while watching uh, football over the weekend, and he asked me about jujitsu and, you know, asked, you know, where was I on the totem pole? You know, and I told him I was a blue belt and I, you know, wanted to make it very clear that I'm a blue belt. You know, I'm still learning, yeah. you know, it, it doesn't mean that I'm better than anyone. It doesn't mean that, you know, I, I have all this wisdom. I, you know, I know sometimes people give me a hard time about like the way I, I, I make disparaging comments about myself as kind of a joke. It's like, just because I'm a blue belt doesn't mean I have wisdom. No, I don't know shit. I'm still pretty dumb, you know, and I'm not saying that like the, you know, down myself. No, I, I no, but it's like, there's still so much to learn and absorb. I make silly, silly mistakes, just like anyone does. And, you know, I say silly things. So at the end of the day, just because you're, you know, this color belt or that color belt or not, you know, you might have a belt with no color. Doesn't mean anything like about your character. You, yeah. I also feel like it helps you to be more open to learn more on the mat. If you just walk around mm -hmm. being like, I'm a blue belt. So all white belts suck. Okay. I'm sorry, buddy. Those white belts are your training partner before you get to purple belt. So maybe we don't need to treat them like trash. Just saying. And honestly, <laughs> you can learn a whole lot from those white belts. 
on the mat because of your training partners that they're helping you get to that next level. So listen to them. I feel like one of my biggest things I'm, I need to work on, oh my God, is like giving the energy for drills with other people. Poor Julia, the other day, she was trying to show me something. She was like, oh, I want to go through this thing. So she's trying to show me and it was like a sweep or something. And I'm like up in the air trying to like watch her, but still have good energy. And I just like totally flopped on her. And she was like, well, so that didn't work. And I was like, I'm sorry, that wasn't you. It was me. I was trying to watch what you were doing while still being your partner. Cause it was just the two of us. And I totally was like, oh my God, the worst training partner ever. I was like, I'm sorry. Let's, let's redo that. <laughs> At least you acknowledged it though. It wasn't like, you're like, no, nah, I did everything right. You're like, no, nah, I, oh my I, God, no. she like went to grab something and I just like plop, like my ass hit the mat and I plopped and she said, well, that's not what's supposed to happen. I was like, that was cause it was me, not you. It's me. <laughs> cause you know, when you're trying to, it was something new. So I was trying to give her proper energy, but also it was something I had never seen. So as a practitioner, I was like, Ooh, cool. What do you do? Where are you putting your hand? And then we do what? And I just like fell over on the mat and she was like, okay, can you stand up so we can redo that? <laughs> hey, I mean, it happens. Um, so I'm, I'm clocking the time here. No, that's fine. Yeah, yeah, you're good. This was, we got so much. Th this was fun Paige. I am so happy we it's is i think it's been close to a year that we've had a one-on-one -on -one. so i I'm know glad. and i even feel like oh my god there's so many other things we have to do some more um episodes but yeah i really Absolutely. i really enjoy what you're doing i always you know i always sing your praise um i love bjj wiki i love off the mat i love that you allow people to have a voice in our community and to talk about things, you know what I mean? That are just going on, on and off the bat. <laughs> well, look, I mean, Super cringe. it's a learning experience on my end as well, because anyone that comes here and shares their story, they're giving me an opportunity to learn from them and also sharing with our community. So as long as people are still listening and, and still want to be my guest and come on, I'm going to keep doing this. But before we get out of here, any shout outs, any mentions you want to throw out there? Uh, well, <laughs> as always, Flex Pro Meals, discount code BJJ Mama. They're really yummy meals that are pre-made, delivered right to your door all over the U.S. Use my discount code to get 20% off your first order. Um, and also just check out my page. I've actually got some new partnerships in the works, so I don't totally have discount codes for everything yet, but I have some coming. I've got one for Flamingo USA, which if that's for the ladies, um, some really great blue jeans for, uh, us ladies who train and our bodies are not the typical. So Flamingo, um, has hooked me up with some really great apparel and then, uh, muscle sport is a new, um, partnership that I'm working on. So I should have a discount code soon, but regardless of my discount code and anything coming back to me, go check them out. Like I love their protein. Oh my God. So good. Um, and I think that's it in terms of shout outs, go follow me, please. I just did a silly video about if you're going to look at my page, you might as well follow me. I'm nice. I promise. <laughs> uh, but once you get the discount codes, uh, 
send them to me in a message. I'll, I'll still, okay. you know, as usual, put them oh, up. Thank because you, thank you. E even if it's not on this episode, other episodes. And as always, to everyone else listening, thank you so much. Uh, I do appreciate everyone, everyone who tunes into the show, downloads, refers people to the show. Uh, even I've had some recent uh, guest referrals. I wish I had like, had, like, a referral program. Uh, you know, I've had quite a few guests referred my way and uh, some episodes upcoming with some new guests that have been referred. So I'm looking forward to that. So thank you, everyone. As always, I do appreciate you. If you have any questions, concerns, criticisms, or you want to be a guest, reach out to me. I'm at bjj.wiki on Instagram and Off The Mats Podcast on Instagram. I've got a bunch of other Instagrams, but, you know. Those are the main two that you're going to catch me on. And um, as always, big shout out to my awesome guest here, Paige. It's BJJ Mama. Go give her a follow. And, and honestly, I repost a bunch of her stuff. So <laughs> you follow me. You're I guess we stuff. should add B-J-J-M-O-M-M-A. There has been some um, yes. discrepancies on spelling of mama. So I am B-J-J-M-O-M-M-A. <laughs> That is true. That is true. Um, so, yes, make sure you uh, go give Paige a follow. Um, also, big shout out to my guys over at Nerve Age Radio, Bobby, uh, Chris, Joe. Love you guys. I'm trying to get on your show again soon. Uh, I'll, I'll uh, sort out the scheduling and I'm going to get out there. Um, otherwise, you know, love you guys. And last shout out, go check out my other podcast, So You Like Horror. I have an Instagram account for it too. Go check that out. So you like horror. All the words are separated by an underscore. So go check that out. If you're into horror movies and stuff like that, uh, we just did a werewolf episode, exorcist episode. We've got, um, we're about to do some stuff on horror movies through the decades, starting in uh, the 20s and working our way, like 1920s, working our way up to basically 100 years later. So go check it out. It's one of the funner shows that I do because I get to really dig in, do some research, and then ignore all the research I did and just talk about horror movies. So I check those out. But otherwise, thank you, everyone. Love you to death. You guys keep listening, and I will keep making shows. Thank you, everyone. And ciao. They Now let me see his soul.